welcome, welcome, welcome to another episode of Dad Can We Talk. I'm your host, Anthony Ray, and this is episode 115 of Dad Can We Talk. If y'all pay attention to this podcast, anyone, any of my supporters out there, y'all might see a big gap <clears throat> in between this episode and the last episode that I released. Uh, I'm technically uh, going through a, a mishap. <clears throat> the computer that I use for releasing all of my podcast material, um, it is not in service right now. I'm not sure what happened to it. Uh, I blame myself because I always allow my kids to use my stuff. And I usually don't allow them to use my one where I, where I do all my work. But uh, one day I'm like, you know, trying to be Mr. Nice Dad. And uh, they ended up using the computer. And I don't know what happened to that thing, man. And I actually have two of them. They broke the screen on one of them. On the one that I usually don't use. And then on the one that I do use for all of my work. I don't know what's going on with it. So um, I'm in the process. I got someone looking at it. They're trying to figure out why is it not charging. So, yeah, if you see a big gap uh, currently while we're recording this. I think my last one from today was about three weeks ago. So it'll probably be a month gap in between this episode and the last one that I released. So uh, appreciate all my supporters out there, man, that's still been uh, tapping in with me and keeping keeping me encouraged, man, you know, because uh, people are always asking me about podcasting and um, how do I keep going and keep the consistency? And one thing for me, um, I always tell people that it might look easy, but there's so many things that happen, you know, within the last three years that I've been doing this, that things that make you just be like, you just want to put it all down. You know, you just want to stop, you know, because there's so many hurdles that you have to jump. But uh, I'm in it for the long haul, you know, and I'm going to keep pushing and um, like I always say, man, y'all continue to pray for me, uh, pray for my mind, pray for my strength, you know, pray that I can keep going. And, um, you know, regardless of all the obstacles in life, just keep pushing, keep moving, man. You know, because one thing I never want to do is uh, lose that vision that God gave me, you know, and I, I, I've been able to see a lot of people uh be encouraged and even changed because of this podcast, you know, talk to multi, so many dads over the course of the last three years. And the thing that always keeps keeps my engine going, man, and keeps me pushing is uh, to hear the good report from all the dads that I talk with, man. And uh, just knowing that I'm doing something to help other guys keep pushing. So um, I appreciate all y'all out there, man, that do support me and, um, uh, you know, I'm sorry for this gap, but um, like I say, I'm, I'm, I'm just I got a lot of stuff going on right now. But uh, without further ado, man, well, before we get to this, I need y'all to go to the YouTube channel at Dad Can We Talk. Subscribe to the channel. Follow us on Instagram at Dad Can We Talk. Follow us on Facebook at Dad Can We Talk. And you can find all of that at dadcanwetalk.com. Go to the website. You can find the social media pages, 
You can find, uh, you, you can actually listen to the podcast, the audio version of it on the website, and you can also look at the videos on the website. So, um, there's a lot of ways you can find Dad Can We Talk. You can just simply go to Google and type in Dad Can We Talk. I guarantee we're going to be probably, once you put it in Google, the first 10 entries will be that something concerning Dad Can We Talk. So, um, yeah, man, like I say, y'all go and subscribe to the channel. And uh, keep supporting. But uh, today for episode 115, man, I, um, I've been, I'm excited today. Like I say, it's been almost a month since I sat down with someone. And I met this guy probably about that same, about three weeks ago. Good, maybe two, three weeks ago. Um, yeah, a good month ago. We we sat down and we, we, we chopped it up. And... His vibe was right for me, you know, and we sat down, we started talking and y'all know me. Once I know somebody's a dad, I'm like, I just want to hear his story, you know. So um, I'm excited to bring him on and allow him to, you know, express himself and give him a place where he can talk about his experiences. And, uh, yeah, I'm ready to hear this. So y'all welcome to the show, my man, Taquin Banks. How you doing, my boy? All right. That's uh, ready to get into it, ready to get into it. So... Uh, I'm going to keep it high. Always keep it. The first question is always the same. So I want you to talk about. I also wanted to say, though. I okay. Also okay. K No Song. So oh. if you want to yeah. find me, I'm K No Song on Facebook, K No Song on Instagram. I got a lot of stuff going on, too, where you can actually find me. But my name is Takeen Banks. Yeah. So, um, I appreciate that I'm on the show with you. Oh, yeah, for sure. So, yeah, y'all, like my man said, K No Song with two Y's. Two Y's. Yeah. Okay, can't know something, man. Y'all go find my boy on all uh, social medias and go follow my boy, man. Y'all be looking out for that podcast coming too. Uh, for real, for real. So uh, first question I want to ask you, man, is um, what was your relationship like with your dad? I want you to talk about that. Hmm. <clears throat> I get a little deep, but um, necessarily. I mean, where you want me to start from? Where you start well, from? you want to start from? <laughs> I'm saying, it's, it's a lot with that. I'm just necessarily getting back right with my dad. Mm-hmm. And, um, recently, like, I was 25, Father's Day. Like, uh, you know, he was calling and texting me and trying to get me to, you know, say happy Father's Day. And I'm like, you know, I don't know why, because when we be around, like, you know, you know, if he never came to my house and we come around with my kids and stuff like that, it's like, what am I doing it for? And he hit me with the, um, well, I don't feel like, well, that's why I feel like you need my son and everything like that and on Father's Day. No. So it, like that that struck me. I'm looking at my kids all in a different way and stuff like that. And I'm thinking about my whole family, like, oh, this why this happened when I was a little kid and stuff like that. So we just not getting everything right. I didn't have them too much in my life. It was I can say the best thing that this man did was pay child support. Um and he say that out of his mouth and we got into it about that once before. Like mm-hmm. I'm like that ain't what I needed. Like I was I was I was really grown at like 11, 12 years old. Mm-hmm. You know, so just doing what I wanted to do. I ain't got no structure, you know, nothing. And like, you know, really felt abandoned. Mm-hmm. And so I could really take you way, way back. Like, talking about standing at the window, waiting on daddy to come. He's supposed to be coming this weekend. Got my clothes, he had ready to go. Nah, he ain't coming. He went yeah. to his birthday, he's come. His birthday come, I'm, I'm baking my cake. You know? Once you go get everything, I go whip it up, put his name on it and everything. 
So your mom come pick me up, ain't come pick me up. I ate the creek, I cried, like boo-hoo cried, like, you know, just going through a lot. So I ain't really, really have, like, you know, I started smoking at seven years old. Dang. I started smoking every day at 11. And that was just off the strip? Yeah, no, nah, my mom got locked up when I was seven. I seen her get locked up, and it was just a whole bunch of stuff that was going on. And I um, started smoking when I started smoking. Yeah. It wasn't consistent with me, like, all the time. It just be here or go sneak here, go get that one, you know, and I just need a structure. But yeah. Some kind of guy that's walking with my kids. Straight up. And that was, so your dad was in the uh, same, you grew up here, Gainesville? Gainesville, And he was here? That was my stud. Dang. Dang. So you say, you know, currently right now, y'all trying to get everything right. Yeah, because I'm in my growing, I'm in my growing spot right now. So it's like, I'm at an understand. I want to understand the past. So like, mm-hmm. you know, I call my auntie, because my auntie's real mean. Like, she'll real mean all the time. Like, you know, once my daddy said what he said, I'm like, okay, so that's why my auntie was like that. And, like, you know, but I didn't want that. My just want understanding. So I'm like, I need to go talk to my auntie. I want to talk to my auntie. I'm like, auntie, well, was it the reason why you treated me like that when I was a kid? Was it because of, uh, you feel like I was a nephew? She was like, no, baby, that wasn't it. She was like, it, it was something. My mama, um, I guess, let me go to them when I was like, one and a half or something like that, and they kept me for maybe a year and a half, almost two years. Mm-hmm. And my mom came back to come pick me up, and my auntie told her that she wouldn't do for me in the same type of way, like, you know, that she would because she had me and I was taken care of. And I understand that, like, as I'm being a grown man now, mm-hmm. but, like, and looking at it now, I, like, she was just trying to stand on her word. Mm-hmm. And that's why I always appreciated my cousin, because he always was like, Cool, like, it's my cousin right here. He get that. Like, let me get some clothes. Let me get some shoes. Like, it's my cousin. So, like, that's my main one that I got right now. My cousin. There's a few people out of my family that I really much That's real. Yeah. Shout out to cousin. Like, you know, turn on. Yeah. And so, you say your mom got locked up at seven. How long she had got? She didn't get long at all. It was just the, the, the me seeing her. Seeing and, like, like, what's going on? Because it, it was really my fault. Like, we're going in the store. I put something in the cart that, I, that she told me to put back. I didn't put it back, and they made it seem like she was trying to steal or whatever like that. But I was so young, I didn't even know what was going on. I was just taking my mom to jail, and like, you know, she wasn't going home with me. Mm-hmm. So he was crying, crying, crying. Um, but no, I see, and I love to hear that you you are working that, trying to work that out. You know, I went through that phase when I was 22, I'm 34 now, so 12, about 22. You know, like I always known my dad, but we didn't have necessarily a relationship like that. It's like when I see him, it's like, okay, that's pops. And we'll chop it up. We talk sports, talk girl, whatever, school. I but, don't uh, really get that, man. I mean, like we've been talking about it recently. Like I don't even really know him. Like, you know, I don't try my best to be around him my whole life, and I still don't know him. Mm. Like, you know, I, I force my way around him like, to be there because I ain't got no more. Seven years old. My brother already was, he like nine years old than me, so seven plus nine, or like six. He's about 16. 15. We ran out, we almost grown. My sister, she 14, 15. We wasn't even getting along because I was a bad. Yeah. I'm like, I'm bored, so like, I just put myself around anybody because I ain't having nothing. 
Straight up, nah. That's that. That that's some real stuff, man. Because I, like, I, I always tell people, you know, I think it's good to get that understanding, you know. Because once I had that talk with my pops, and he kind of just, you know, laid everything out on the table, and I'm like, I don't agree with the stuff you did, but I understand, you know. I understand, you know, especially like you say, me being a grown man, I ain't have kids at the time, but you know, I was married at the time. I, I'm fresh married, and I'm just like, you know what? I get it. Like, my pops had all these things up against him, you know, and he just, he made bad decisions. And I don't get it as in necessarily an excuse. Yeah. Like, I get it as in, like, I'm not trying to understand for my understanding. I just want to know what he was thinking. Yeah, like, it doesn't matter what his mom was wrong. Yeah, it doesn't matter if it was wrong or right, because, like, it happened. So... Get you clear. Yeah, get clear. Because it's not, it's not about if he say the wrong thing. Like long as he being real and long as he being true on what he's saying, then you, you, you really looking for understanding. You gonna be mad. You can't just just right. You just being real. And the only reason why I really sat down with him because I, and we didn't really get to it. Like, you know, but I cut my arm off. Yeah, uh, it was a lot of stuff that was happening and stuff, and I felt like. We, we had a conversation. I had some stuff going on, and she came and she was there for me. And I like I was I felt it in my heart. I talked to my wife. I'm like, like I feel like I'm getting my mom back. Like, you know, like things is good. Like she came. I haven't had this in a long time. I haven't been staying with my mom since I was like 17. Yeah. Like, so like for her to come around, you know, kiss me on my forehead and all that type of stuff, and then she it was like we had a whole good day. We talked about stuff. I'm thinking we getting somewhere. And she left, and then it was just this whole. Yeah, like, now she feeling like she was suicidal or it was just stolen. And she, my brother came to my house and some crazy stuff. And that shit you know, could have went real up. Mm-hmm. But because I'm a man, I like standing on man's principles. <coughs> like, if you're going to come, you're going to come, you're going to talk like a man. If it's a misunderstanding or disrespect, we can hash it out if we need to. But you're going gonna to have this conversation first. You're not going to come like, like what I said. Like, I, I like saying, like, you're not going to come at me like a nigga. Straight up. Because niggas die every day. I'm a man, I wanna live. Like, you know, and he just didn't make no sense. I'm like, I'm trying to grow. I don't need that energy around me at all, around my kids. There's a lot of stuff we talk about, but we'll be there all day. Yeah. Nah, that's real, bro. That's some real stuff, yeah, man. So did you have any other um were there any other role models around people that you other guys that you looked up to? You know, as you Went through your adolescence, teenage years, and all that? Mm-hmm. I can't say that the one that I looked up to because um, I just really always sat back. Like, so, you know, not having nobody and stuff like that and being a person. So, like, I always observe. I'm an observer person. So, I could be around, I laugh and stuff like that. But I'm also listening. Mm-hmm. Like, I listen to the game. And, like, that's why I, I don't got a record now because listening to everything that all the street dudes done told me. And everybody that done been around some games that they done told them, them been true. Like, you move in a certain way. You do certain things in the way for the 
outlive all this other stuff because everybody else is gonna crash mm-hmm. living in this whole cycle. It's just, I mean, yeah, it's yeah, yeah it's, it's definitely real out here, bro. So, as you got into the place, you know, once you had kids, how how many kids you have? Uh, I got two, and uh, my wife's too pregnant now. Ooh, congrats! So, 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 how old? Uh, how old I got an eight-year-old, and my other son is gonna be five. Eight and five. Okay, so you've been in the game for eight years. So, take me back to eight years ago, man, when you first heard them words that you was about to be a dad. Like, what was that feeling? <laughs> It was a good feeling. It was a hell of a good feeling because I was, uh, I ain't gonna cap, I was, I was dumb. Yeah. Because I was young and like, you know, being young, you don't know your purpose. You don't know a lot of stuff that you're not supposed to be doing at that time. But I wanted a big one. And I yeah. was trying to have it. And clearly, I'm like, yeah, I'm talking. We tried everything. Yeah. Legs up, yeah, sit down for 10 minutes. All excited. Like, yeah, we were 18, 19. Yeah. So we were just trying, trying, trying. And it happened, I was just so happy. But um, my wife got sickle cell, so she go through a lot of pain and hospital visits and stuff like that. And it, it's a lot. Yeah, it's a lot. You, know? you never know what's you know when you when you make your bed, you gotta lay in it. But you never know what that you know how you gotta fix it. Mm-hmm. Bed might have a whole bunch of stuff on it. You gotta clean it off early. But you gotta lay in it. <laughs> So when you first held that baby for the first time, like what, like what went through your mind the first time you seen that thing that you created, bro? And you could, it's you, like it's me right now. <laughs> bro, I'm standing, I'm standing there, and she's finna have him, and the head, his head come out. I said, I'm just stuck the whole time. The baby done came out already. Yeah, it's on her chest. I'm stuck. They like, it's time to cut that umbilical cord. <laughs> sir, sir, sir. She said, baby. Cut the umbilical cord and I held my baby. And um, they had to put him in the, um, uh, the incubator. Yeah, I think my son has it going. That's how I was holding his finger for a long time. Regular feeling, pooped on and stuff like that. Got yeah. a brand new shirt on, pooped on. Yeah, boy. But I think it changed you forever, boy. Never be the same, man. I still hold him like a real baby. So I know. Until you get big enough. All right. Yeah, boy. You coming like this? I smelled the tail one time. I'm crying. Yeah, yeah. Recently, like six months ago. <laughs> Hey. I be telling my wife all the time, I say, you know, all my babies, I be picking them up. I, she like, you be acting like they still little babies. I say, to me, they oh, everything. Uh, until I can't, I ain't got the strength to, well, if I can, uh, if I can throw you up like I got you. <laughs> it's like this, bro. I don't yeah. like none of that. For real. It's mine. For real, man. <clears throat> In these eight years, man, what's been the most challenging part of fatherhood this far? The first couple years was easy. I mean, I just don't like to make it around a toddler. Yeah. That's when it's so aggravating. 
See, one thing that I always tell people, I think in our generation, because of how we grew up with our pops, like, I always think, you know, when I first started this podcast, I'm like, I want people to really see that we're not our dads, you know, that's why I always say I want to change the narrative surrounding fatherhood because... The narrative has been for so long, and I do understand. I understand where you know there's always black dads are missing. We're absent. We're all these things, and a lot of our pops is like that. But when I look at our generation of dads, because of how we grew up, the things that we experienced, it's like, bro, you would never do what your dad did because it's like you know what you done experienced in life. So it's like, like I said, you look at that baby and you see it, and you're like, bro, that's me. Bro, that's yeah. fine. Like, how can I? Everything likes me. But the funny thing about it, my daddy's side, they don't think it look like me. No. But it's so funny. Like, y'all got no pictures of me. I go to my daddy's house right now, it's pictures with every last child in the house. No one, not one picture of me. Mm. I just reached into him and said, man, we got 10 pictures, but I ain't got no pictures with you. Yeah. Ever. Yeah. Not one picture. I'm 28 years old. Yeah, I want to with my kids. I don't know. If you do I don't know if you got one. I don't know. But it ain't in the house no more. Yeah, you got to make that thing happen, bro. Gots to. <clears throat> yeah, man. And that's why, like, I I see people, you know, see people like us, you know, and I, I want to be able to give people that highlight us, you know, because the, the media... Don't, they ain't going to talk about that. They ain't going to talk about, you know, the good dads out there that's really trying to overcome. And you got to think of all the trauma that we've experienced over the years. I feel like all dads are good dads. I feel like it's just a lot of choices in the women that a lot of us choose. Mm-hmm. You know, playing around with you, playing around or, or thinking that she really is or whatever like that. Or, or it's just on the thing of we can't... I ain't gonna say we can't stop cheating, but um, yeah. <laughs> no, I'll go on that. Talk about that. <laughs> it's a it's a double standard. Like I can love the 
life out of one, but then I can't just have sex with my woman. Mm. And a lot of men are like that, and a lot of women can't accept that. Oh, he cheated on me, this, 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 but he's taking care of me. Is he doing this? Has he had a conversation with you? He had, a lot of men ain't real. Mm. They teach that, they preach that real, like they, they being real, but they ain't keeping it to you. Like, you got standards, and this how you is, have standards, and be like, like you got standards. You know, I don't know if you got like this, but like this, like, Whatever it is, I stand to stand on. Mm-hmm. They gonna deal with you, they ain't gonna deal with you. Straight up. <clears throat> um, I ain't gonna say it's not a point to where like you can't, but it's like at the time. And married man would have hired So I tell everybody that. I told my cousin when he got married, I told my brother he's trying to get married. I'm telling you what <laughs> you want to get married. Yeah. About two years, two and a half years, you're gonna do wonder. Mm-hmm. I'm sorry, bro. It's <laughs> man. It ain't even me. It's statistics. Yeah. It's a whole list. Me and me are number three on the list. Yeah. They got truck drivers, this, 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 and married men, and the whole rest of the other list. Yeah. On my list. <laughs> I just know we men, man. I, I love him, man. And, you know, as long as you don't want to post him and stuff like that, you know. Straight up. Straight up. And, uh, daddy, um, mm, it isn't necessarily trying to um, get it get it back right. We still got some some areas where we got to fix that. Because um, it's, just, it's just so new. Mm-hmm. And uh, I went through a lot, and everybody know, like everybody in my family know I went through <coughs> A lot, you know, because I ain't had nobody. Man, what's some of the, like, what's one of the greatest lessons that you've learned since becoming a father? Like, you know, when you become a dad, a lot of your perspective on life change. Like, what's been one of the greatest lessons you've learned from being a dad? <clears throat> hmm. The greatest lessons I learned from being a dad? I said your kids have taught you Something you learned about yourself? Mm. I feel like the greatest lesson that I that I learned from being a, a father and continue to be a father is like the growing part. Like understanding how like, you know, I was at this age and from where I'm at this age and even in the middle ages, like just the growing, like and just watching my kids. Like I, they funny. They get me I'm, I'm funny, so I'm just they just funny all through the house, so we just joke. Mm-hmm. That's a little more something I have to really think about to get a more specific answer. Right. Man, one thing that I learned, man, for what I learned, I'm I'm very impatient. I was gonna say something like that, but I ain't thinking. I ain't, I ain't no, you know. Very, very, very impatient, and my kids are teaching me, bro, literally. How to be patient, and I, I'm still, I still ain't good at that, you know. Uh, they teach you how to love. They teach you how to really love unconditionally. Man, I can be all my kids behind, bro. Really, almost every day on them. You know, I'd be real hard on them. At the end of the day, bro, no matter what that happened, they will still come to my room and say, "Daddy, you wanna go give me a kiss?" Awesome. <laughs> Me, as a person, somebody be them, got me mad. I don't want to talk to you, bro. Come on, man. You know, my kids going to wait for that next morning. Daddy, what we doing today? What, what, 
what's up, man? They want to come give me a kiss. They want to hug me. And it's like they teach me really how to, you know, regardless of how upset I was with my dad yesterday, regardless of what happened yesterday, today, I still love my pops. I still love How old are your kids? 10, 7, and 6. 10, 7, and 6. And, man, that's one thing that they really teach me. And, you know, it even been poured over into my marriage. You know, like, maybe in the last year, you know, I was the person in the relationship, you know, me and my wife get into it. Well, I don't want to talk to you for three days. You know, I'll give you the real coach. I don't want to talk. I don't want to, you know, we walking in the house. I don't want my shoulder to touch you or nothing. And lately... I'm opposite, bro. I'm total opposite, bro. You ain't going to sleep until we got until we get right. Yeah. Ooh. That's how I've been lately. I like, can't go to sleep. Not to sleep on I can't go to sleep. Yeah. I can't. We get in an argument. You're mad at me. I'm finna keep you up. I will pick you up out the bed. Yeah. <laughs> you finna talk about I'm not finna go. I can't go to sleep. I wanna hug you. I wanna lay with you. I'm not finna be over here just all like this. Like, nah. But I'm gonna have some time, like I'll go sleep downstairs or whatever like that. I don't know, but majority of the time I ain't going to sleep. Like I wake up three o'clock in the morning, you know. <laughs> you ready to talk? <laughs> yes, and that's something I really learned that it's a it's a problem, you know, and I can't be like that because, you know, like you say, <clears throat> my wife, she would be like you, you know, she wanna I said, Well, we gonna talk or what? And I'm just like, man, I ain't on that, bro. You know, I ain't even, you know, just being in that mode. And it's like the more and more I watch my kids, I'm like, man, I need to be more like that, bro. You know, like, all right, boom. Yeah, you're going to have your differences. Yeah, you're going to have your issues with each other at times. But, man, don't sleep on that, bro. And you ain't, you, you only giving more room for yourself to be carried that on to the next day. Now you carrying that bag. I'm going to talk about it in the morning. I'm going to talk about it. First thing, we land in the bed. As soon as you open up your eyes, yeah. I'm ready to talk. Yeah, I see. <clears throat> and I can't do it. That thing will help me so much, bro. I ain't even going to lie, bro. Like now, like I say, the last six months, I don't sleep on too much no more. Like, you know, I'm just like, nah, I, I need to talk. We're going to get this thing right before we go to sleep. Yeah, you might have mad, still put my hand on it. It's important. Got to. It's important. I don't care how mad she made me. And she she the total opposite. Like she get mad and she'll try to get over here because she don't wanna get so loud and get so extra. I don't Yeah, talk. We can talk. Yeah. I can't do it. We're gonna stay up for hours. Yeah. And we can start at eight o'clock PM. We ain't done talking to like four. Mm-hmm. Cause gonna be arguments or this, this, this. But we getting better at that, so we're not doing that too much, but definitely don't have it. Yeah. Man, let's go there, man. Let's talk about marriage. <clears throat> How long have you been married? I've been married in, no- in November. It'll be nine years. And-, and in November, it'll be 10 years of us being together. So uh-huh. I married her a year after us being together. Uh-huh. That's right. And I met her on her 18th birthday. Uh-huh. And we've been together ever since that day. How old were you? Uh, I was 18. Okay. I was going to be 19 in February uh-huh. 2013. Love that. Yeah. <clears throat> Love that, man. And see, I want you to talk about, like, how, what made you make that choice at that time to, like, 
be with this woman and make her yours. I, always, I like different. I like good women. Like I'm not, I'm not attracted to hoes or anything like that. Like I only really attract good women. So like, I like different. Long as you like, you really care about me, and you know, she's she's special. Mm-hmm. So like, you know, I seen that from what like we. Um, I'm actually writing a, a, a TV show on on our um, like how we met and everything like that. Cause it's it's like a movie. I was gonna have it like a movie, but somebody was like, "You should have it as a TV show because you can break it down and stuff like that." I'm like, "Yeah, because it's not even finished yet because we're still living, you know, still going." But um, it was wonderful, I, you know, just seeing her the first time and everything, and how everything like this woman walked me to work. Yeah, first meeting, and so like I got got off the bus, locked my bike up, and she walked me to the, to my job from downtown. All the way to what, 16th Main Street? 16th Main, okay. Yeah. I'm talking about on her birthday. Alright. Yeah. And, like, you know, she just was there for me a lot. And, like, I just seen the real deep love that she got. And, you know, she's special. And it just, I, 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 uh, engaged. I got on my knee in like three, four months. Like, you know, I was, we was already staying together. <clears throat> like, a family had already. Like, you know, some of them didn't like me, some of them. The, the important ones all did. Like, her grandma. Her grandma thought I was her brother. Because we, got, we, got, we actually got the same name. Like, his name Tyrone, my name Tykeen. Yeah. And she thought she like, Tyrone, that's you, baby? <laughs> <laughs> she thought, no, you're not Tyrone. <laughs> I said, no, with picture too, I swear we look like twins, little piece. It's crazy. Yeah, she, she, she it. Yes, uh, love that. Man. With sickle cell and all, going to the hospital and everything. That woman, yeah. That's like, that's her, I, I say to everybody, like, that's her biggest flaw that she got. If you wanted to call it a flaw, because she, it's not something that she can control. Mm-hmm. But, you know, if she didn't have it, boy, hey, it could be that. Mm-hmm. Plus 10. Really? Man, y'all listen. All y'all, if any young joke out there, listen to this, man. Find you a good one. Find you one, man. Start finding your purpose and, and what you really want to do because that's the only way that they're going to listen to us and lead. Other than that, you're going to get this. Mm-hmm. And I had to understand my wife from doing that all the time. Like, I had to understand why was she doing that. I used to get mad, but now I understand it. And since I started understanding, I'm like, you ain't got to talk to me in that way no more because I, I understand what I need to be doing. Mm-hmm. She just wanted me to be a man and lead in the right way. Like, in the way that, you know, can take care of her so she ain't got to worry about nothing. I even apologized to her daddy. Mm-hmm. Man, her daddy had problems forever. And, you know, because I finally seen what he was talking about all the time. Like, you just want me to take care of your daughter. Like, you, yeah, your daughter got sick of her. She's sick, you know. You just want her to be taken care of the best way. And, me being young, I wasn't even fit to even be marrying her at the time. And I understand that. I told her, like, you wasn't even supposed to marry me. Mm-hmm. But I appreciate you that you did because now I found my purpose and what I want to do. And I'm able to give you a whole better life and everything. Like, that life that we, you deserve and we deserve. Mm-hmm. And my kids. And we're polygamous. So, you know, definitely won't have more kids or other women. Yeah. One, maybe two. Man. What's that uh, relationship like? Like, you know, from that standpoint, like, what's, 
what you what would you say is one of the biggest um, one of the greatest assets to it? Assets to it. Um, family. Mm-hmm. Like, you know, I come from not I come from a small family. I always wish I had a big family. Uh, I told you my brother and my sister way older than me. I got little brothers and sisters, but it was always across the city. Uh, you know, we ain't got the same mom and dad. So since I don't, I don't want my kids to grow up and not and only have a few people, like to have their back when you can have multiple. That's what we made for anyway. You know, I'm not into tearing the family apart. I wasn't built, you know. I tell you what, with baby dad, baby mama, my bad. Pause. Uh, with, uh, <laughs> with, uh, with baby mamas, like, you know, y'all boys tweaking. If you really start standing in a certain type of way and moving a certain way, you can have it. It don't make sense why you got three baby mamas and you everybody living in them. Like, if y'all in a messed up situation and all y'all got different houses, it makes no sense. It's three different light bills, three different rents. Majority of people rent. If you got a house, wonderful. But it's just so much money that could be just right here, right now, even if it's just for right now. And so, okay, we're just going to do this for a good little minute. We all family. We got kids, our kids, they brothers and sisters. We're family. Let's do this for a certain such time, and boom, we're going to get this house. Then we're going to get this house, and now we got houses. Like, you know, that's ours. And, you know, just working together, real teamwork, but it's all females and selfish, what it is. Yeah. No compromising. Mm. Some compromising. You got to stand on it, though. That's the only way they'll compromise. Mm. Nah, that's real. That's real. That's real. I think as a whole, as a uh, as a community, that's more that we should look into. I was talking to one of my boys years ago, man. We had thought about getting a place together. Like, no offense to the Mexican community out there, but like that. Really look at them. It's the best way to do it. Your folks do that, bro. And I'm just like, and years ago when my wife had brought it up, I was like, man, ain't nobody trying to do that, man. But it's like, <clears throat> if I could have this mindset I have now and go back, we would have did it. It's like me, my wife, my kids, my dog and his kids, we could have all got us a house and we could have built up together and we could have had something that was ours, been able to expand from that. To get more. more. Like back then, I wasn't thinking like that. And now it's like, now I see it, and I understand now that I've gotten older, I'm like, man, I see why our community struggle the way it struggles. You know, everybody is for themselves. And our trust, our trust is messed up. And that goes way back. That goes yeah. way back from the slaves telling on each other. Real talk. No trust. Real talk. Like, you know, and that's what we got to work on. We lost it. We lost it from losing our. We lost the the biggest hope that we had necessarily for it when we lost the majority of our leaders mm-hmm. that we that they deemed because I wasn't born like the leaders and like what they were gonna do when all of them died. Everybody was like, "Oh yeah, it's nothing. We can't do nothing. They are gonna kill everybody and this this and it's just everybody's scared." And, uh, not me, but I'm I'm ready. They don't know nothing yet. Yeah, yeah, they don't know nothing yet. Real talk. <clears throat> real talk. Cause um, what we living in, boy, it don't make no sense. Mm. Oh, that's real though. How do you balance? How do you balance family? You know, marriage, kids, and trying to get money and 
everything else that life comes with. How do you, or do you balance? You know, because I, I was talking with another guy a couple episodes ago, and he said something that was powerful. He was like, I don't necessarily try to balance. He was like, you know, when you think of balance and you think of everything kind of being here. At the same level. But he was like, so, and that that's not realistic because some stuff, in all honesty, should weigh be a little low, yeah. Mm-hmm. Be, you know, be heavier still. than the other one, yeah. It should be like, more important than this over here. And that should be, yeah. Everything he changed my mind with that. I'm like, damn, you know, all this time I've been trying to balance. But at the end of the day, my wife and kids should outweigh everything. You know, everything over here, you know, I'm trying to keep them at the same level as everything else in life. And then it's like, no wonder why we be having so many problems. And so, like, what's your what's your take on uh, balance or the lack there? <clears throat> uh, I ain't no, I can't. I don't. The balance thing is just a little weird because um, life, like you say, life don't work like that. Mm-hmm. And you could try, but. I don't know. You can't, the stuff you can't control, you can't even put it on the ballot because you didn't even know it's going to come. Like, so not something else, a little more heavy. It's like, oh, I can't even make it over here. I got this to go do. Like, it's life. Life is life. You just got to move with the move with the waves. If you try to go against it, you ain't going nowhere, really. You got to go with it, and it's going to flow you to where it's going to flow with it. And hopefully it's a, a good dope that you're going down. Um, it's all about really purpose, like, you know, once we... Once we all focus on that, everything else going to work for itself. And we need to really find our power structure in this country. Mm-hmm. And let's do something about it. Because I like the podcast thing. I'm more of a, I want to get out here and I want to, like, I want to show. Like, I'm, I'm trying to show. So, like, once you get it, you're a fool if you don't do nothing. Mm-hmm. You can watch this, but so many people be... Scrolling, 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 scrolling. It's like that time that they like. Are they are they really gonna sit down and watch it? Mm-hmm. Majority of them ain't gonna watch nothing but a couple, you know. And I guess when you're making money from it, or if uh, you well, if you get to that point where you make money from it, it's cool because somebody played it. Mm-hmm. But other than that, like I want the real, the real deal. Mm-hmm. I kind of wish I was born back in the day, cause uh, well I t- yeah. We kind of got some advantages in some in some areas, but it's a lot of things that need to be need to be done, and I definitely for us, for our people, because uh, it don't make no sense. Straight up, no, that's real though. That's real, man. The balance of family. I just be trying to go hard, man, and I I put them away up here, my kids and my wife and stuff like that. But boy, this is what I'm doing right now. And writing books and doing all the stuff that I'm doing, that is way up there. That is something that I can never put nobody really else above because I, that's the that's what's gonna feed us. So that's gonna benefit. Yeah, that's gonna that's gonna be able to where they can create and use their minds. I just want my kids to be. We ain't gotta use our hands to be out here working. We use this. Our people been doing this for the longest. Mm-hmm. Using our hands, our whole back, our back. My back be killing me. I sound like an old man. I'm a real unk at 28. I'm a real unk because all this, yeah, and I got a wonderful mind. And once I get over that hurdle to where I done took care of all the rest of the stuff, I'm going to fly. I already know it. Like, 
Yeah, because like you know, you know how uh, when you, when you being held back so long, when you finally get to go uphill, when you really got it going on, you finally get it, you ain't gonna go back down. There ain't gonna be no way. Straight up. I'm ambitious and I'm just trying to feed that to my kids too, and they gonna see it from me. Continue to do it because if you don't continue to do it, your kids ain't gonna do it. They gonna look at you like you ain't do it. Mm-hmm. How you gonna tell me to do this and you ain't following your dreams? You know? like, yes. I see my future and I just gotta walk into it. Mm-hmm. Obstacles gonna come. <sighs> gotta just keep going because you let it hold you back. We already behind, so it's like mm-hmm. keep going. Don't let it stop you. Don't break. Straight mm-hmm. up. And the kid is always watching. What? Always. How every move, everything we do. I keep it so real with my kids. I told I try I apologize to my son. I say, I say, I'm sorry if I'm giving you too much game and stuff like that at a young age, and I don't want you to be stressed out and stuff like that. But it's like I can't help it. Like you gotta be great. I'm great. Yeah, your brother gotta be great. Like we gotta have this this mindset of being great. And like I gotta instill it into you because I ain't have it. Mm-hmm. And like and I don't know where I'd be at if I had that. Like I was literally the fastest kid in any neighborhood I moved to. Yeah. I'm talking about anybody who's watching this. If you're from Gainesville, you know me, you know you don't want to school me, anything, boy, you can definitely vouch. Anybody that I had race, I'm going to smoke you or we're going to be just like this. Ain't, ain't no passing on nothing. Why wasn't I in track? Why was I? Ain't, I played on one. I played on. I played for the Rack House. Yeah. And I played for Eastside for a month. I went to a program. Like, but all the, since I was seven years old, I could have been, or uh, anything, like, if I say I just got in trouble and just, no guidance, I'm just trying, I took them out of school. Yeah. My son, he been homeschooling this whole time and something, this whole time something been going on, the kids been outside playing, he been in there doing his work. I don't want, I can't have them, I can't afford to have them around bad influences mm-hmm. because I want them to be great and it's like, Understand, it's not the kids' fault that they, that they go to school with. It's their parents' fault and the lack of knowledge that they got to be doing with their kids. Like, you know, they cussing, they talking about all type of stuff. It's like, my kid, my kids, he, my son don't even cuss. He don't even like to cuss. Like, I could tell him to cuss, and he'd be like, like he, he a goofball. Like, and I like that. I want him to stay like that. I want him to be around those type of kids. I told him uh, one time he was, um... He, you know, they like YouTube and stuff, and he was watching other kids playing. I say, Junior, don't watch the kids playing. I say, look at this surrounding. I say, look at this surrounding. It was a mansion. Then they go inside the house. They got everything in a big screen TVs, vases, all type of stuff. I'm like, look outside, Junior. I say, it look like we need to be playing. It ain't no time for it. We behind as a race anyways. Like, they got a statistic saying that we ain't going to have nothing. That no matter no matter how hard we try to go, no matter what we try to do in a certain amount of years, we either gonna blow it all or we just saying we just gonna be the poorest, brokest um, in this world. Mm. And that's why I'm out here to fight and get everybody mad. Cause uh, I ain't gonna get shit done. Nope. And uh, I wanna come like Uncle Ruckus to a little piece. Yeah. You niggas, I ain't gonna. <laughs> I'm funny, man. And it's, 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 you'll get it at the end because it's like, you know, it ain't me saying it. 
it's already out in the world. It's what we showing, it's what we doing, it's what we continue to do. It's what we, you know, that's why I start rapping. Because I can't, I don't, everybody keep telling me, well, you need to rap, you need to rap. I, I want to because I like, I like doing music, but understanding what's going on and what these kids doing, why would I want to, how can I try to get money off of this and then try to tell the kids not to be, like, it don't make no sense. I can't contradict myself on, you know, that's stupid. Straight up. One thing about it, well, <clears throat> them just doing everything they have, and it's like, you know, if, if you if you if you rap about it and you talking about it, and they listening to you and they doing what you say, people like to just say, oh, it's entertainment, and we got to teach our kids. Entertainment. I'm like, that don't make no sense, man. You can understand about just listening to music. You could go through. You could put on five songs from a different genre. You could put on R and B. And put on rap, and then put on like all of them gonna be a different vibe. Some of them gonna be, you gonna be vibing like that. And some of them gonna be, hey, you ready to? Oh, you got that? Yeah, you ready? It's just like it's just a, it's in the music. You, we can't say it's not in the music. It's in the music. I do it. I can be literally in the car, gun right next to me, and I'm vibing. I got on the negative music, and it just got my brain going. I can't listen to Young Boy no more. I listened to him one time. I was just getting like this. Like mean face, like I'm like, man, I'm going to R and B real quick. They <laughs> talk, and see, that's said, I be on my kids hard about it. They know I don't listen to nothing. Man. I don't listen to not one thing. If you, if you go on my wood, you hear what I'm listening to, boy, is is a whole people. If I tell people who I listen, they'll never know who the dudes I'm. I'm say a name, Lecrae. Um, what's his name? Named Big Breeze, dude named Star Ringo, Aha Gazelle. These dudes that they speak, but they ain't talking about nothing that you would expect. Like when you hear the beat, you're like, oh, the boy finna go talking crazy. No, nah, them boys talking real life and they talking positive things. They're talking things that's gonna uplift you. They talking things, they just they talking real life, their experiences. And they, they ain't nobody cursing. No, nothing. You know, they, it's just stuff that I can allow my kids to listen to. And, you know, I, I, I stopped listening to this anything mainstream in 2011. And I had to get it out of my system because, like you say, I started realizing, you know, I used to love listening to Plies and, you know, Boosie and Wheezy. And that's what I used to listen to. And I started to realize that. The things that I was doing you become. came from the music I listened to. And you become honestly, I became that. And everybody around me was that. And once I removed myself from those environments and from those types of people and stopped being influenced by that type of music, I cut all that out. My mind changed. I could see things differently now. Uh, I think I dress like this for, this ain't just for the podcast. I do this. You got to do it because you got to change the perception. Perspective is one or the other. Perspective is a a perspective is the whole perspective is the whole world how they see you. And perception is your own perception, right? Your perspective is how you see things. The perception is how people see you. Change the perception. People's perception of you. People might see, oh, he got tattoos on his face. You know, he not, not never even having a conversation. Not even having a conversation. But they also, 
it's not that's not the only thing that they look at. It's why it's the dress. It's the dress too. Like you know, you, you can't look at me like I'm doing this if everybody over there look like that and I'm looking like this. Regardless if I got goals in my mouth, regardless if I got tattoos on my face, it confuses you. It's like I don't know what he got going on. <laughs> uh, you know, goals in his mouth, tattoos, but he looking real nice and stuff. Dress, man. Yeah. You just switch it because that's the only way that we could be able to move inside of it. Like it's. We always, uh, like our people, we ask why all the time. Like, why, why they, why they stopped us? Why that we just chilling right here? Like, understand, like, you know, if this their job and everybody, you walking down the street, you got a hoodie on, but the people who got, who wear hoodies is robbers, then now you fit the description of what a robber look like. So why, like, if everybody dressed like this was a, a serial killer, why, why would I have this on? If everybody that dressed like a street dude, like, sell dope, or a gangbang, why would I have that on? Because that's what everybody gonna view me as. I literally could take this off, go put on the same clothes that you got right now. Mm-hmm. I'm a hood nigga, that's all, that's all they think of me. And they hurt me every single time, like, oh yeah, you, you look like you look like, dang, like that's why I'm like, yeah, you would never, don't ever call me that, that's disrespectful. I can't wait till I get up here, you would never. Real talk. Yeah. Love that. Cause see, years ago I used to, uh, I'll never forget, man, when I was in ministry, this one guy I used to hang out with, I'm talking, he was tatted from the dome of his head to his toes, whole entire body, face, everything. Cool dude, though, man, so cool. If you had a conversation, bro, he'll just, he'll just be like, oh, he ain't not what I thought he was. And we were, we was going through the hoods. I, this back when I used to be doing all these basketball tournaments, football tournaments and stuff, going through the hood. That's what we used to do. Playing with them, playing with them, giving them something to do. Give them something to do. So we out passing flyers out. So we had to go start to the gas station real quick. We in his truck. So I see some people that I knew from back in the day say like, Sean, was good? So, you know, I'm talking to my girl, her mom. And so she see my boy pull, he, got, he had to gas the truck up. So he waited for me. And so they say, oh, Wait, he, he got some weed? I say some weed? I say, what make y'all think he got weed? Tattoos. Man. Oh, well, you know, man. I say, y'all don't judge that, man. Y'all you y'all don't even know it. So they, I ain't mean to, you know, did, you know, try, we weren't trying to be disrespectful. I'm like, but y'all, that's the first thing yeah. come. You don't even know that, man. I thought that happened to me. I'm like, listen, I be dressed how I'm dressing. Man. You got some what? Don't nobody be dressing like this. You selling him. <laughs> in a world that you, like, it don't make no sense. I'm like, dang, y'all cannot even just see me, huh? Y'all can just only see the goals and the tattoos and, and, the, and the wigs. That's all you can see. My people. Yeah. Everybody else, everybody else, they like, oh, they ask some questions. Yeah. What you got going on? Mm-hmm. Like, I got stopped by, I got stopped by a police officer. I ain't, he didn't even ask for my, my, my license number or nothing. He didn't for nothing. We had a whole conversation. Mm-hmm. No, no ticket, no nothing. That's real. Because they look, they looking for a certain thing. You know, and I, I'm always a person that, you know, I like to stick up for people that I feel like is that people look down on. You know, because like you say, our people, man, we, man, we treat each other so wrong, so dirty sometimes. You know, we'll treat each other worse than the other folks treat us, bro. On oh, everything. Uh, and that's why I just, everything in me, I, I, I got to do my best. You know, since I've been doing this podcast, man, 
I've had some women that have wrote me in my inbox after certain guys come on just talking dirty. And I'm like, why are you coming to me with all that? Man, all I am is a host of this podcast. Why are you talking negative about this man? This that man's story. I'm trying to allow him to talk his story. I understand you might feel some type of way about something, but let that man have this opportunity to speak it from his view. On everything. Like, don't, oh, well, he ain't it. Boy, go tell him that. Don't come write me and try to change what I got going on. You know, I had one of the females tell me, oh, well, since he came on, I need to come on too. Who are you? Man, girl, if you want to go get on your Facebook live. What the, what the, show, what the show name? Dad. When, when have you became a dad? Exactly. Father man? It's like we have, we'll beat each other down so much. And it, it's just, that's the, that's the stuff that I really don't like. And <clears throat> it's the same thing as when you're trying to go talk to your family without understanding. It's like you just want to, you just want to talk. Mm-hmm. You're not, anything that they say, you're not really trying to hear. Because yeah, you're not looking for understanding. Mm-hmm. You look for understanding, you're going to really listen. And like you're gonna understand what they said instead of uh, 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 you know, say what you gotta say, let them say what they gotta say, and and view it. That's how I did it with religion and everything. I, I, when I when I stepped back from religion, I had this right here, and I had me right here, and I I sat back and I viewed it, and I'm like, is this something I want to be a part of? Is this something that I want to, you know, give to my kids, and you know, they gonna give to their kids, and you know, it's just a it's a lot. You just got to weigh it and see it from right here. The problem is the problem. We ain't the problem. Mm-hmm. Just got to fix the problem. Real talk. Real talk. <clears throat> I got two more for you. If you could look at your life as a parent, as a dad, if you could pick out one thing, just one area of parenting that you need to be better at, What's that one thing that you're trying to get better at as a as a uh, as a father? Mm. I kind of already said it. Like you know, just being consistent. Like I want them to see that. I want them to know what that means. Like you know, just me following through with what I say. Like you know, I'm finna go do this. I'm finna go do that. So they ain't never got a second guess. Like you know, is daddy gonna really be doing this or like daddy said this and like no, you got to stand on it. So they'll do the same thing and. Just um, mm-hmm. it's a lot. Like it's a, it's a lot with them kids. Yeah. Yeah. They make it break down sometimes. Smile, be mad one second, next second still want to. What you want? My bad. I ain't even. You know. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's definitely first. Like I said, though. just being consistent. I want them to see that. I want them to see what being a real man is. Like, cause I ain't. My mama had a whole bunch of different dudes. I don't remember half of their names. Like, you know, and that's her own. Like, she might get mad at this podcast. She, we blocked, so I don't know. She might still see it. Um, but it's my life. It was a part of my life. It happened to me. So, like, you know, anybody be mad, they can be mad. Straight up. Straight up. But um, I wouldn't be... I wouldn't be who I am if it wasn't for my wife. Shout out to wife, man. Got to. Kids do a lot. Kids do a lot, boy, but 
I used to laugh at every man that used to always, boy, if it wasn't for my wife, boy, this, I used to laugh like, man, you know, I because of your wife, this, this. Boy, I swear, boy, I would not be K no something if it wasn't for this woman. And having the kids. They, they gonna, they gonna, if you got a wife and she gonna challenge you or push you into being a better man, she ain't for you. She ain't for you. Straight up. She ain't for you, bro. And I and I say that respectfully. Any man that listens to this, man, listen, if you with a woman and that woman ain't challenging, if if she can't Tell you what's on her mind and tell you, bro, you tripping. You need to do better. If she if she don't feel comfortable enough doing that, you ain't. Why she do? Like one thing I always, you know, my wife would get on my nerves doing that sometimes. But boy, every time I take that step back and I think about what she just said, I'm like, damn, it makes sense. Right. Oh, that makes sense. Makes so much sense, boy. Like, real deal made me really just think, like, damn, boy, I can't even fight it. Like, everything she just said, so spot on. And you got to really think about it. Bro, these women watching us every day. They, they sleep with us. They do everything with us, bro, and they be watching. And they know so much more about us than everybody else. You know, even our kids, you know. They, they with us when we see everything. They they right there. And so... They know the things that we don't pay attention to. Man. That's... I, like, you know, I was listening. I'm like, oh, you kind of... But then I understood what you were trying to say. They understand the things that we don't pay attention to. Mm-hmm. Like, because she might be up while you sleep. And, like, she pay attention yeah. to how you sleep. Uh, uh, like, just anything. Like, things that we don't even think about. Like, mm-hmm. and she got you in. But you don't even know yourself in this. But she know you ain't like, yeah. It's funny, though. It's funny when you, like, I love being a man, bro. I love, like, being a man, bro. And growing. Because, like, when you grow, like, knowing that I was a jitty bug and what had nothing going on, everybody in my family thought I was going to be in prison. Mm-hmm. Every last friend I had, because I, when I went to my program from ninth grade, when I got out my program, ninth grade was over with, and um, I moved to Jacksonville. So I was in Jacksonville that whole time until I got like around 18. So mm-hmm. half of everybody that I went to school didn't see me. Everybody thought I was in prison. Mm-hmm. I mean, like everybody thought I was in prison. Boy, I thought you was in prison. Boy, you were, you were bad. Boy, this, this, this. And like I, what I see, what I think of in now is, is everybody thought I was going to be in prison because everybody knew. I ain't have no guidance and nobody ain't teach me nothing. Like, I didn't know nothing. Everything that I got now, like, I I really had to get myself or, or just observing, just getting, like, even listening, listening, just listening, or, like, all up, come back to your head. Like, oh, that's what this means. Uh, so this is what this always meant. Like, even about what to do, about how you do it. And when you start really understanding that, then you start understanding ways that you can move around certain other, other things that people feel like they boxed in and they can't. So you just gotta focus, find your purpose. Our women ain't gonna follow until we start leading, got something up, leading to a good um, destination. Because uh, you could lead, and we could lead into hitting a tree. Uh, you know, who wants to go through that? 
My last question for you. If you could sit down, I know you've been talking about this a lot today. If you could sit just how me and you doing right now with the 18-year-old Taikin, knowing everything you know right now at the age you're at right now, and have a conversation with that young man and give him just one piece of advice going forward, what would you say to him? More of a, like, find your focus on your, your purpose and your lane and what you want to do. Um, you know how they say you can't really tell a person, you tell your old person what to necessarily do, like, as in what's coming and stuff like that. So I guess I still want to, of course, have my kids from my same woman and everything like that. And, you know, it's just at that age and knowing that, like, where my mind have always been at, but I just didn't have the, the focus and the purpose. I'd be a millionaire right now. Like, oh, in the, in the world, I'm already a millionaire, and I'm already in the works of being a real, real deal. But um, just purpose. Do this right here and do it. Don't overthink it. Mm. If you're going to open up this business, do it. Do it in this way and do it. Just keep doing it. Don't overthink it. That's my whole thing that I always do. I have a business idea. I think, man, I can do this right here, and I, I can make this or whatever like that, and then it just go away. Because you don't do no walking. You just see it, but you don't do no walking. And you got to walk into it. If you don't walk into it, you're going to always be wishing. And that's my thing. I don't, and I don't want my kids to see me like that. Like, I, want, I want to be a hero in my kids' eyes. Like, so I got two years anyway. I told my son. I told myself that uh, by the time my son gets in, like, fifth grade, uh, majority of the, his friends and everything like that going to know me. Like, I'm going to be something. Like, and I'm going to keep pushing until, and even past that, even if it don't happen. I like, just keep on going. Keep on going. Because the vision that I got is only going to get greater if I keep walking. It's only going to get worse if I just stop and just keep looking. And this right here is my first time being in front of a camera like this and just sitting. Even I'm working on my podcast and everything like that would get mine. Um, but this was, this was like a, a great step for me. I had did my motivation and stuff and talked to the kids and stuff like that once. And, like, you know, taking my steps and everything. Just got to keep going. Just real. And the kids, gonna, um, they going to they gonna motivate you because, like, you can't let them down. You want to be a real good daddy? You want them to always listen to what you got going on and stuff like that? You got to operate in a certain way to where they only want to listen to you. Good talk. Good really. talk. Like, on the realest. Man, listen. Like I say, this our second time really talking, bro. That's why I knew you from somewhere. We did yeah, say that. Yeah, yeah, for real. I, I still can't work, bro. I be at work thinking like, bro, I know I have to get up for somewhere. Some, bro. Yeah, we in front of the same city. I know, like, uh, we don't, we don't see, we don't see each other around somewhere for sure. But uh, <clears throat> I just want to say, bro, I'm proud of you, man. You know, just I see a young dude like you, man. I ain't met too many young cats that's been in those situations. Like, I, like my wife is 18. I was 20 when we got together. We've been together since then. I ain't seen too many young dudes like that who have done and took, taken those types of steps and just really trying, you know, of course, we make our mistakes. We do what we do. But it's like 
I ain't seen too many young cats, you know, that age, really out here trying to man up. And that's what we need. And just seeing you, bro, just, I love stories like yours, you know, seeing, you know, you, you the underdog. You know, so many people counting you out. So many people ain't, ain't believing you. Still right now, people, some people are like, oh, he ain't do that. You know, people always gonna have something to say. But to see your determination, to see that, you know, you're still pushing regardless of everything you got laid out before you. Wife was just in the hospital for two weeks. Before that, a couple months, she was in there for like a, a, a month. Um, like, man, hey, done did the staring at the hospital visits. I done pushed my wife in a wheelchair to the hospital, from our house to the hospital, or from the hospital to the house. Um, I'm talking about. I got a real story, I don't know, real, real story. People gonna hear your story, bro, and they gonna, they gonna, they gonna know like, okay, I wanna be like, bro, you know, I wanna do something like what he did, you know, and we need that, bro, like, we need those type, like, that's the type of stuff I want my son to be able to look up to when they see a man like you. A man trying like to stand you. up and do what you need to do instead of doing everything like everybody else doing. But do you know that these kids, be looking at me like I'm a mean man, bro. Yeah. Every last kid that I run into when I'm dressed the way I'm dressing, bro. Yeah. They act me. I had um general, they ran up to me, hey man, you, you mean now? <laughs> and little girls had came up in the, in the other library on the other side of town on Lake Road. I'm in now, I'm dressed nice. I had my black, uh, I had my uh, my uh, my brown vest on, brown uh brown shoes on. I was clean. So I had my little watch on and everything. She come up, she say. Excuse me, sir. Excuse me, sir. She with a little homegirl. She say, are you rich? Like, I'm like, that, and it means something to me. It's like, because I ain't rich yet. I ain't got it yet. I got it, but I ain't got it yet. But they seeing, and they, and they seeing that. And it's just like, I know they're not asking them one of the other jits or anybody, in, like, they got the chains on and dressing and all this type of stuff. Like, they know these boys still in the hood. Mm. But when, I, when you dress like this, you don't know, because this is not what we seeing. Mm-hmm. If you see, a, if you go in a neighborhood and everybody dressed like this, and we got some positive stuff going on, you are gonna be like, "What y'all got going on? What y'all doing?" Because right. this not this new. Mm-hmm. It's something to look up to. Like, oh, we got this going on in the neighborhood, and but you just see the same old stuff. You just seen the same old thing. Oh, they're just out there chilling, or pulled up, or, mm-hmm. you know, doing the same old, same old stuff that everybody else is doing. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I feel like our generation, though, any any '90s or like late '80s. We got it the most, so we just, it, it don't make any sense why we, why we not fighting to do better. Because mm-hmm. we, we got told the most that, you know, we got to do something, and this is what we are, we're faced against and everything. Like, we got to go hard. Straight up. Straight up. Man. Hey, listen, like I said, bro, ain't nobody else going to say it. Man. Ain't nobody else told you. I'm proud of you, bro. You know, to meet another young man out here just... You know, you chasing your dreams, you know, and you ain't allowing anything to stop you. That motivated me, you know, because that made me know that I got to keep going, you know, because I got young brothers up under me, coming up behind me, you know, and y'all the ones that keep me going, you know. I appreciate that, bro. Real talk. And that's, yeah. and that's just as real as it's going to get, bro, because, you know, I feel like I, I can't, I can't let you down. You know, like you, you coming up behind me, you know, and then, you know, your, my son coming up behind you and your son, 
it's, it's, we got to start a new cycle. That's why I cut everybody else off. Like, I'm like, I don't want to be around nobody. I don't want to learn something from, or I don't want to be like, or get, get in that certain area. Like, I don't want to be around people that's on a, either successful, or on the verge of being successful, or like, you know, really trying to push on their, on, on their, on their future, on their purpose. Because, um, you are what you hang around. It's a higher. If you hang around a whole bunch of gangbangers all the time, it's a higher percentage that you're going to be a gangbanger, you're going to get shot, or you're going to go to jail. And you hang around a whole bunch of people that's mean there, being there, stuff like that. It's a higher percentage. Not saying it's guaranteed. It's just a higher percentage you're going to do better in life. You put yourself around certain people and start moving in a certain way and start changing and seeing yourself in certain ways. You just got to do it. Knowing we behind, like, it's like, hey, we ain't even, we ain't even... We don't let the Asians, no, 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 no hate or anything. We don't let the Asians. They twenty five percent of the country. Mm. We're still at thirteen. It makes no sense. We're not understanding numbers is power. Mm. We started killing each other, but numbers is power. The more numbers that we have, the better, the better we 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 can can do better. Mm-hmm. Got the got the, everybody numbers starting to come up, and our numbers are at the same or, or going or down. down. Real talk. Wow, that's, that, that's super real, bro. And so much beef, it's like, it don't make no sense. People don't understand, that's why I'm not in the street. People don't understand how real mob bosses work anyways. You can work with your enemy. Your enemy could be right across, uh, right across the table from you and y'all doing business and stuff because we understand that what we got to do. Mm-hmm. Even though we got our little problems and stuff like that, we're going to take care of that on the side, whatever, if anything happens. But what we're doing right now is this. Mm-hmm. It's like, soon as we see you just ready, that's somebody mama, that's somebody people, somebody, you mm-hmm. think about that. That's a loss on us mm. as a whole, regardless if it's that side. It's just division. Mm-hmm. Keep dividing. Different, this hood, this hood, this hood, this hood. I mean, we all the same, right? Mm. But then they get like this when they go to jail. Crazy, man. We got to do better, man. K know something, man. Follow me on Instagram, Facebook, YouTube. Um, my podcast coming soon. It'll be a lot on the same type of stuff. And uh, me and my wife, we're coming out with our uh, podcast about relationships, polygamy, and all that type of stuff. Kate knows something I got a lot to uh, talk about. And I really appreciate you, though, for uh, having me on here because I've been waiting. I've been waiting just to just to be seen, just to talk mm-hmm. and get shown, like, you know, what I, what I got going, what I offer. That's real. Um, I got to be great. Yeah, got to. Hang on, I can't. I, see, either I'm gonna be great, I'm gonna be a bum. Mm-hmm. That's my. That's how I put it. Either I'm gonna be this, I'm gonna be a bum. Yeah, let me get a dollar. Mm-hmm. Just a buck. Mm-hmm. Yeah, y'all God. heard my boy. Can't know something. I appreciate it. And that's what the double Y's. K A Y Y K N O W S O M E T H I N G. Ain't no on social medias, man. Y'all go follow my boy. Y'all keep up with him, man. Y'all continue to watch his journey. Y'all know how I always say, you know, we we got to be able to support the dads out here. You know, we ain't supporting each other. Ain't nobody else going to support us. So, you know, y'all go follow him. Uh, keep him uplifted. Uh, if y'all got other things going on, y'all might need him to come speak somewhere. Man, y'all reach out to the brother, Most man. You know, we we, we got to support each other, man. And uh, help us, all of us be more visible. Man, it don't take no money, man, to support one another. Honestly, it don't take no money to subscribe to something, to share somebody 
share information about somebody's business. Man, it don't take nothing. It literally take a second, you know. Or this is the competition round. Yeah. I feel like we're in competition, but this right here, and we can't be in competition with that. Real mm-hmm. competition has always been other races, regardless of how people. It has always been black, white, this, that, this. That is just the competition race. It's not between you. That is that is division. Straight up, straight up, man. So, man, we got to continue to support one another. And, uh, y'all know where to find us, man. Dad, can we talk everywhere? Instagram, Facebook, YouTube. I'm um, even on Twitter. You know, I don't be on it like that. I got Twitter. Uh, I ain't got Twitter. I don't never post nothing on that, man. I be, I ain't never got into Twitter like that. But I got a Twitter account. If you want to follow me on there, follow me on there. You can want to reach out to me, reach out to me that way. Simply go to uh, com. The website uh, got everything there. You can reach out to me there. And um, <clears throat> even if you want to email me, man, dadcanwetalk.gmail.com. There's a lot of ways you can reach out to me. Uh, y'all can find me in the community. Um, I have a dad group that I host every third Thursday of the month at the Swag Center, Southwest Gainesville. Uh, it's a lot of ways you can get in contact with me, man. So y'all continue to uh, stay tuned and support all these dads that's on that that's on the platform. I've interviewed over 100 dads now. And got a whole other hundred that's waiting. So y'all continue to stay tuned. And Dad, can we talk? We are going nowhere with episode 115 with my man Takeem Banks, aka K No Sad. Y'all go find my man's and we up out of here. Dad, can we talk? Thanks, though.